How many of you believe in the Holy Spirit? How many of you believe that the Holy Spirit wants to have a relationship with you? Uh, I grew up in a non-Pentecostal church and you know, people didn't talk about the Holy Spirit because they said, oh, you can't talk about the Holy Spirit because that's taking away from God. And then one day I realized, ah, the Holy Spirit is God. But where are we, where are we getting off on this? Uh, so uh, I really want us to focus this morning on the Holy Spirit in your life, in your life, and what that means for us and what that means for the kind of lives and experiences we have as, as a people of God. Thank you. Spirit of God, you have come here. You are already here. You're in our hearts, and you, there's a great work that you want to do in each of our lives. Lord, I pray that, that now you just still our hearts and help us to listen to what you want to say to us. Help us to grab what it is you want to say to us so that we'll take it and, 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 and experience not just it, but experience you uh, in our lives, working in us and through us and transforming and radicalizing our lives. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you've got a screen in front of you, I can't see, so I trust that you'll be able to see. We're reading just a couple of verses here from Romans chapter 8, verses 26 and 27. Can you see it? That's great. Uh, I'll read it, and you can tell me if it's different. The Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. You believe that? The Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For, for example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the, the Father who knows all things knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. So this morning I just really want us to focus for a few minutes on, on the relationship that we have with the Holy Spirit. Being motivated by Him and taught by Him and led and fed and sustained in our prayer life and in our daily walk by the Spirit of God. All of us can, should, do have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. There you may say, well, I can't hear the voice of God. If you're a Christian this morning, at some stage you did hear the voice of God. You know, you're able to hear the voice of God because that's why you're a believer. Uh, so let's not, let's not um, underestimate that. Um, we need to have a daily walk with him. Jude in, in verse 20 says, you dear friends must build each other up in your most holy faith, praying in the power of the Holy Spirit. He's talking to ordinary Christians here. And he's talking to Christians, if you're at the beginning of the book, uh, are, are being assailed by people who are climbing in through the windows. He said certain people are coming, crept in unawares. And, and the context says they're coming through the windows like burglars. And there are burglars in the house. But God says, you know, I want you to pray in the power of the Holy Spirit, and if you pray with the, in the power of the Holy Spirit, then God will give you the strength and the ability uh, that you need, and you can build one another up. But we need to build up one another. Jesus' entire life was guided by the Holy Spirit. Everything from the moment of his death, uh, birth until the instant of his death and resurrection and ascent to heaven, he was guided and led and empowered by the Holy Spirit. And as Christians... Our lives need to be likewise led and empowered by the, the person of the Holy Spirit. He's not a force. He's not an it. He's not a, a being. He's not a someone-ish out there. He's a person who comes to have a relationship with him. Listen to what Paul says in Ephesians 6.18. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Whether it's a birthday party, it's my wife's birthday today. That's why she's gone to one church and I've come to another. But it's, it's what you do. But, but praying on, on every occasion 
even on a birthday. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. In the New International Version, it says, pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. So what do we mean when we talk about praying in the Spirit? Why is it important? And how can we start? Let's not say, well, that's not for me because, you know, it all sounds very high and theological and very, you know, I'm, I'm not up there. You're there. Okay? You're there. The Holy Spirit is wanting to speak to you and wanting to empower you, wanting to equip you, uh, wanting to speak through you and pray through you. What do we mean? Where it says here, build up each other, pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, I know it's really easy to be caught off guard by cliches. Christianese is full of cliches, which a lot of non-Christians don't understand. And there are stereotypes that can sound vague and a bit ambiguous. But when Jude and Paul wrote these letters, uh, their, their generations didn't have all the advantages that we have. You know, we have the amazing advantage of, of Twitter for the moment, depending on what Elon Musk does this week. Maybe, maybe it is, maybe it's not. Um, but they, they didn't have uh, books and podcasts. Only one in six people could read anyway. Uh, we've got Twitter. But as they faced the problems of their enemies inside and outside the church, and those who threatened to derail the, 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 the budding Christian movement, uh, what they did have, what they did have was the promise of Jesus that they'd face persecution. Hey, isn't that great? He's, you know, he said, you'll, you'll face persecution and the Holy Spirit will come to you and live in you and teach you and guide you and correct you and encourage you and reassure you and build you up. We need that. We need that. Every one of us, you know, regardless of our background, we need to be walking in, in relationship uh, with the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, and he will be with you and he will be in you. If you're a Christian, he's in you. If you're a Christian, you can talk to him. If you haven't done it for a while, then, you know, turn around and start to talk to him. When you go home today, when you're in the car, whatever it is, talk to him, say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Because what they discovered in their relationship with God and in the challenges that they faced as, as, as Christians in a brand new movement in which they were a distinct minority was a new dimension in prayer that was Holy Spirit enabled. We get hung up on prayer because it's us enabled and it's our intellect enabled and God doesn't bypass our intellect, but, but he fires our intellect with the anointing and the power and the presence of the Spirit of God. Do you believe that? He can use your intellect for his glory. He can use your background for his glory uh, as long as we're in relationship with him. And what they discovered was that it was the power and the presence of the Spirit um, that wasn't based on rituals or incantations. It wasn't based on the empty prayers of the pagan religions or even of the Jewish leaders of the day, uh, but was energised and directed by God. We need, we must have a relationship with him that is energized by God. And it's the same Holy Spirit who brings us, each of us, to faith in Jesus Christ, who then enables us to call on God the Father and motivates us to pray and teaches us how to pray and teaches us how to live and teaches us on a one-to-one -one basis. You know, we do. We, I, I, I love church. I love it when we get together. And we can encourage one another. We can build up one another. Sometimes we can even correct one another. Uh, but, you know, we, we, we grow together. Uh, but it's the Spirit of God uh, who's taking the words uh, and the power and the presence of, of God and bringing them uh, into our lives. Do you believe that? 
God, let us be men and women of the Holy Spirit. Let us be men and women of Jesus who know the presence of the Spirit of God uh, in each of our lives each day. Now, I know we often feel inadequate. Who feels inadequate? Oh, gee, you know, I, I do. I, I do. I feel, you know, how am I going to get through this? I, I don't feel motivated, you know. Um, you know, sometimes you start off the day and you say, God, I thank you. I thank you that I've had such a wonderful day and I haven't sinned yet and I haven't offended anyone and I know it's been a fantastic experience so far today and now I'm about to get out of bed, please help me. <laughs> because I'm going, to, I'm going to need your help. We feel inadequate. Sometimes we don't know how to pray. We don't know where to start. And we don't know when we face really complex issues, and we all face really complex issues, uh, how we can deal with them. But he knows. He knows them. He understands them. And he gives us the power and the capacity to pray through us. He comes to pray through you. Think about that. The Holy Spirit can pray through you. He can pray the words of God through you. And so when you pray and you feel inadequate and you, you can't speak in King James Version English or, or, or you're among people who have been Christians a lot longer than you, he knows. He knows you think that. But, but he can still, the same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead is one who can speak to you and through you. He can pray through you. That's why he says, pray in the Holy Spirit. The passage that we read, he talks about praying in the Spirit. Now, I know that uh, very often in Pentecostal churches we, we say, well, that means praying in tongues. And, and it can be, but I think it's much broader than that. It's much broader than that. Uh, uh, and includes, includes that, but it's much broader than that. And it's allowing the Holy Spirit uh, to be praying through, our, through us. And, you know, there, there are times, like the passage says, there are times when all we feel we can do is groan. Can you groan? Say it with me. Uh, come on, groan. Uh, the word groan there means sigh. Uh, and, and, you know, I, do, where do, where do I, I don't, don't even know where to start. Um, but, but, but what he says, what he says here is that the Spirit of God in you, even in your groanings and your sighs, he can still be praying with you and in you and through you and praying the words that God will hear. Other times you can see very clearly and pray with purpose and energy and enthusiasm. But however you feel, whether you feel inspired or, or whether you feel that all, you, all, all that you can do is say, oh, you know, I, I, this, is, this is just too much. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I feel really inadequate in this situation. Uh, he'll, he'll give you the discernment and the ideas and the answers and the insight and the creative faith in you and through you to make it come to pass. How many of you believe that? I believe that with all my heart. I really believe that we need to capture this, that God can pray the words of the Spirit through you. He can pray in you. He can pray through you. And there, there, there are, these are all ways in which the Spirit does his work according to the passage. He prays through us even when you don't know what to say, even when you've run out of ideas, even when you've run out of creative ways of impressing God, he can still speak through you and speak in you, individually and as a church. God wants to speak to you as a church. God wants to lead you as a church. He wants to empower and make, make you effective to reach your community and your families and your work colleagues and, and, and even the Christians or so-called Christians around you. He, he can equip you as a church to do that. 
And, and, and my prayer today is that as a church together, you'd experience the refreshing and the daily anointing that comes from the Spirit of God, empowering you to be the people of God. You are the people of God. Never let anyone turn, turn your attention away from that. Never let anyone try and talk you out of it. You are the people of God. And when you come together on a Sunday morning, you come together as the people of God. You come together with people full of the Spirit, anointed by the Spirit, led by the Spirit, touched by the Spirit, and, and given words and wisdom and, and insight and understanding that you can speak to one another and speak to God the Father and speak the words of God in our generation. That's what God can do through to, to, with you and through you as a church. God bless you as a church as you grow. And as you focus on what he wants to do, it, it's really important that we need to, to learn to pray in the spirit. What you say? Uh, with all kinds of prayers and requests, uh, in, in, on, on each and every occasion. Do you believe that? I, I believe that with all my heart. You know, we, we, we often get frustrated because the weeks go by, the months go by, another Christmas and Happy New Year for 2023. You know, not long and will be a Christmas 2023. Uh, and, and, and we get frustrated. Um, but, but that's only natural. That's only natural. And that's why we need to come, every one of us, in our day-to-day -day lives, in our Christian walks, to say, God, I want you to do your work in me and pray through me by the Spirit. Romans 8, 26, he says, the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. Who feels weak? I do. Who feels inadequate? I do. Who feels let down? I do. Who feels misunderstood? I do. But he said, but, you know, the Spirit of God can still do his work through me not just in spite of my weaknesses, but because of my weaknesses, because then when he does it, the glory goes to him. And I, I say, well, I can't do this, but God does the work. And he'll do the work in your life. He'll do the work in your family. He'll do the work in your, in your leadership team. He'll do the work among your children. My sister died a few months ago. And going through the stuff, you know, when, when someone passes away, you realize it's only stuff. But in among the stuff, there was an old teapot that came from my grandmother's place. And I looked on the side and I'd never really, I'd never focused on it. My, my father was my Sunday school teacher and I, I loved him and appreciated him for that. And then I, but when I got to thinking, well, where did he get that from? So, so in among all the stuff that was left at my sister's place was this old teapot that had a dedication to my grandmother on the top on the occasion of her marriage for all the work that she'd been doing in the local Baptist Sunday school. I thought, ah, that's where Dad got it from. He got it from his mum. And when we come together, we can impart into one another's lives from generation to generation, and God can speak to you and he can speak through you. Romans 8 says this. He says, you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to him at all. That's what I was saying earlier. If you're a Christian, you've got the Spirit of God in you. You don't have to look around and say, well, if only I had more of the Spirit. There's no such thing as more of the Spirit. He's in you. It's not a matter of degrees, but, you know, we, we need to listen. We need to respond to him. He says, and if Christ lives in you, so, you know, even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you now in 2022. 
lives in you. And just as uh, God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he'll give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living in you. So I'm, you know, he says pray in the spirit because that's what Christians do. Pray in the spirit because that's what Christians do. He is our power. He is our source. He is our anchor. He is our compass. He is our companion. He knows, he knows everything. He knows about our weaknesses and he makes up for our weaknesses. If you're weak, that's fabulous. That's good. That's good news because then you, 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 you cast on him to give you the strength to live for him. So prayer and praying together individually doesn't have to be a chore. It doesn't have, it's not a, a have to. Oh, I've, I've got to pray. You know, I didn't pray. I've got to pray. Uh, you know, it's not a chore but a response to his presence. And every time we go out into the world, we can go out into our community empowered by him because we're living with him. Romans 8, 14 says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Do you believe that? Who are the children of God? Show me your hands. Yeah, okay. He said, be, be led by the Spirit. And as Christians, this is the dimension that we live in. And as Christians, this is the dimension we live in as a church. Motivated by him, led by him, spoken, led, led by those, you know, who've been given a special anointing to provide that leading, but together to move with him. And we all have the different gifts and abilities in our lives that can be, that can be lit up by, by, by the match of the Holy Spirit. You believe that? Okay. So it's not a lottery. It's not a lottery. It's not an outcome where the, 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 the situation where the, the outcome is random and you end up getting disappointed. I, I have met a lot of disappointed Christians over the years. Disappointed in church and disappointed in people and disappointed in circumstances and disappointed with their jobs and disappointed with their marriages, um, you know. But he said, no, no, I, 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 I want to move in you. I want to speak to you. I want to empower you. I want to equip you today. Now, that doesn't mean turning away from circumstances. It doesn't mean turning off your brain and going into some kind of mindless trance like some people do. It's, this doesn't involve a trance. He's, he He's, he, he doesn't come to mess with your head, but he does come to, 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 to give you a new brain, a new way of thinking, a new mind. And as we pray and as we're led by him and as we hear the words of God speaking to us and directing us uh, and we relate back to him, then we know that we, we are building on that relationship. Even if your prayers are not as eloquent as some people you know. Or not as loud as some people you know. Uh, you know, he joins us and he uses our prayer life. Not like some mechanical, formulaic, ritual uh, thing, but, 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 but lives that are spirit-led in each of us so that we can pray and we can pray often and know that it's because we have a relationship with him. Be a spirit-led church. Be a spirit-led man, woman of God. Be a spirit-led father. Be a spirit-led young person as you approach the issues of life. So where do we start? Well, the good, best place to start is to take out the earplugs. <laughs> Every morning I go walking just as the sun's coming up and I turn my radio on and I listen to the news and, and I always turn it down because I think the person running toward me uh, will be bothered by listening to me, listening to the ABC. And when they get closer, I realise everyone's got their earplugs in. And I think a lot of Christians go around with their earplugs in. So Jesus said, pay attention. 
In Matthew, in Matthew chapter 4, he says, pay close attention to what you hear. The closer you listen, the more understanding you'll be given. I think that's a fabulous passage. Pay attention to what you hear. Because the, the, the closer you listen, the more understanding you'll be given. Now, be careful of the voices that you listen to. There are lots of voices, especially in the social media space. Well, stop listening to them. I, I could almost guarantee that uh, most people I'm looking at at the moment, hypothetically, would be looking at their devices before they read the Bible. Yes? <laughs> okay. So pay attention. <laughs> Let's pay attention to what we listen to because there'll be lots of voices wanting to influence us. Uh, and if you have become apathetic about your relationship with him, and if you have become apathetic about talking to him and indifferent to prayer, then confess it. And ask him to give you the strength and a bit of a kick up the backside to get, get everything back in order uh, and, and, and draw, learn to walk and draw closer to him. And, and what a, a great way to look at the circumstances that we go through. I, I, you know, I, 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 I come across too many Christians who say, well, yeah, I believe in prayer and they'll pray and they'll say, if it be thy will. Well, I grew up in a church like that and it was very fatalistic. You know, maybe, maybe not, uh, you know, will it work? Um, uh, but no, no, let the Holy Spirit pray a prayer of faith and creativity through you. Listen to him. Take his words on board. Whether you're reading the word of God and something pounces out, write it out, put it on your fridge, wherever you put, the, you know, the, or on the shopping list, and let the Holy Spirit continue to speak to him. Because just imagine if you could know that you're praying in line with God's will. And one of the things I've discovered over the years is many, many Christians struggle constantly with, well, how do I know the will of God? Well, he says, well, if you're living, talking to and listening to the Holy Spirit, then you can, you can be sure that, that he, will, he will lead you and he will speak to you and he will pray through you. Now, in, uh, growing up in the church that I grew up in, I used to hear that verse that said, pray without ceasing. And frankly, hearing that made me, made me tired. <laughs> Just hearing it. Oh, that, 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 that sounds so hard. You know, I'm not that motivated. Well, it sounds hard. It sounds practical because it is impractical because it probably is if it's just something we do as a matter of I've got to do it. Yeah, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. You know, I'm, I'm, you know I just feel so worn out. But it's not about raising the bar higher. It's not about being more religious. It's not about being more spiritual. It's just relaxing and let the Holy Spirit speak to you and pray through you and with you and give you the words. And even when all you can do is say, God, I don't know what to say. He says, well, I do. So let's get started. So often, uh, you know, we, we, we come to church and we like singing. We like playing. Thank you, Sharon. And all the other guys playing up here leading us. We love it. And then we go to church on Monday and somehow God goes off the radar. Well, if, if, if the Holy Spirit turns up on Sunday, he'll turn up on Monday uh, in, at, at the building site or at the school or the university or, or the office and on Tuesday and on Wednesday. And if you sense him in your home group, you can sense him when you go home because he, he, doesn't, he doesn't have a fixed address. Where, what, what is the address of the Holy Spirit? Where can I find him? Well, he lives at your address. You know, look up, look up. Look up where you live, and that's where, that's where the Holy Spirit lives. And, 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 and so there doesn't have to be confusion. There doesn't have to be struggling. 
It, it doesn't have to be this, uh, you know, fatalism uh, uh, about it all. Um, it, you know, it, uh, uh, when, when you feel like you've hit a wall, and we all sometimes feel like we've hit a wall, um, that then, and we say, God, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to pray. Uh, we know that he's there right beside us and he'll, he'll see us through. I absolutely believe that. And if you're a brand new Christian or if you've been a Christian for a thousand years, it's the same message and the same experience. The spirit of the living God is alive in you to lead you, to teach you, to empower you, to equip you, to make you a blessing to one another and to the world and the community in which we live. So let's kind of move on. It's not God's purpose that we should spend all day uh, 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 debating it. He says, just go and do it. Just go and do it. Let's get back to prayer. And let's be a church and a community and a Christian family. I'm on the other side, but I still belong to the Christian family. <laughs> There's a family of God down the south as well. Uh, a Christian family that is led by the Spirit. Led by the Spirit. I was in Thailand recently for our annual missions conference. And, I'd, you know, it happens every time we go, to, particularly to Asia, but really it's in every, every culture. And I saw people bowing to uh, idols and, 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 and I, my mind went back to 1 Corinthians 12 where Paul says, you know that when you were still pagans you were led astray and swept along in worshipping speechless idols. He says, but now you're Christ followers. Now you're Christ followers. And because you're Christ followers, uh, the Holy Spirit is there with you. He's in you. You don't have to go looking somewhere to find him. You don't have to go on a pilgrimage to find him. He's, he's in you. And he speaks and he guides and he prays through you. You can pray with the Spirit because you're filled with the Spirit. And you have a relationship with him. So I want to encourage you. When you sense that God is speaking to you, pay attention. Pay attention. And obey every impulse from God to pray. Obey every impulse from the Spirit to just open your mouth and chat with him. It doesn't have to be formal. Just a chat. Just, just, just shooting the breeze with the Spirit of God because he, he, he knows and he understands. So don't go back to the old paradigms of, you know, there's only one way that we can go as Christians. There's only one way we can pray. Let's learn to, to pray in the Spirit. And if you don't know how to pray, ask him to teach you. Ask him to show you. His hand will guide you. His, his strength will support you. Even in the darkest days that you face, in your personal life, or your church life, or your business life, or your study life, in the darkest days that you face, you can step out by faith and rely on him and listen to him and follow his directions. And when you do so, you'll discover that you've got an ability as a child of God to pray in the Spirit and let the Spirit pray in you and through you and see results. Who wants results? I want results. I want God to be speaking to us. And, 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 and even if there's only one or two things you heard me say this morning, that doesn't matter. You know, just, it, it's God wanting to encourage you. He's wanting to stir you up. He's wanting to refresh you. He's wanting to build you up. He wants to talk to you. I was doing some recordings in Sydney all week for Alpha Crucis. And one of the things that I had to do at the beginning of each 78 recordings, I felt worn out by the time I came back. 
because I teach at Bible College in South America. Uh, and, 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 and every time we started, I had to turn the phone off. And one day I forgot and it started ringing and I was, I was just reaching that amazing, amazing point. And, and then, you know, the phone starts ringing. I thought, oh, here we go. So we had to start all over again. <laughs> but as Christians, we do the opposite. God's ringing, 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 and, 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 and we've put the phone on silent. We don't want to hear. We don't want to listen. Well, folks, let's start listening. Let's listen to him. And you know, as you approach Christmas and the new year and start thinking about 2023 and what you're going to do as a church, I really believe that the Holy Spirit is, is, is wanting to equip you and, and give you brand new visions and, 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 and a, a fresh touch of God and the fresh ability to reach one another and our families and our communities and do great things for God. You as a church, you can do great things for God. Don't let anything dissuade you. You can do great things for God. Will you do that? Well, start by listening to the Holy Spirit. Lord, what is it you want me to do? What do you want? What are you saying to me? When was the last time that you heard the Spirit of God speaking to you? Think about that. When was the last time you sensed that the Holy Spirit was speaking to you? And then what did you do about it? Well, today's the day God's knocking. He said, hey, I'm still here. I want to speak to you. And I want to equip you. And I want you to experience my power and the outpouring of, of, of his love and his presence and his anointing in our church life and in our individual lives as Christians. So let's do it. Let's be obedient to him. Lord, we thank you that as we stand in your presence this morning, we, we do come in our weaknesses. But Lord, we know that the, the Spirit of God, you come to help us in our weakness. And sometimes we don't know what we should pray for. We don't know how we should pray about particular circumstances. But you have promised that you will pray in us and through us. And that as we open up our, our mouths and, 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 and just walk with you and listen to you and talk to you. Uh, it's not something we have to manufacture. It's your work in us. So Lord, do a great work in each of our lives. I thank you for my brothers and sisters in this church. Thank you for their witness. And Lord, I pray that you do a great work in each one of our lives as we surrender to you and learn to draw closer and listen more intently with an intention to obey what the Spirit of God is saying to us. Holy Spirit, do your work in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Pastor Simon. Thanks, Alan. What a great word that was this morning. Didn't see Alan's a lot taller than me because it's way too high for me. Uh, one thing that Pastor Alan didn't mention is those 78 recordings were in Spanish. And so I, for one, am very grateful he spoke in English today uh, and didn't get confused. But what an incredible uh, ministry you have. And, and thank you for coming this morning and, uh, and sharing with us. Let me just pray, church. God, we just thank you for Pastor Alan. We thank you uh, for the ministry he has, his involvement in uh, ACCI, the missions arm of the ACC. Lord God, for his involvement at Alpha Caritius and all the other things he's doing across this region. Father, we just pray your blessing upon him. In Jesus' name, amen, amen.